career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, hello. Good evening, everybody. It's another beautiful day here in Atlanta, Georgia. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. If you are just joining us for the very first time, you are welcome. And before we get started, I want you to do what we typically do, which is like and share it. Like and share this broadcast. I will be doing the same thing right away. Now, here's the reason why I want you who's just joining us to like and share it. Because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. I want you to know that what we do here is to boost the morale of those who have access to the program. There must be somebody on your contact list who needs to hear what we have to say. Please like and share it because you might just be saving a business owner, you might just be saving an individual, and it's free. So, welcome once again. Good evening. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. On the show today, I have um, a lady who is an executive coach, and she will be doing what she does best to inspire those who need inspiration and to help people who are stuck to get unstuck. Before I bring our guest today, I want to speak on a very important topic. And the topic I want to speak on is staying focused on your goal. Staying focused on your goal. Now, I know there are so many people out there who have dreams, who have goals, who have aspirations, who have plans. And sometimes life happens. And when life happens, not everybody stays focused on their goals because challenges could be distracting. And that's why we always have programs like this to help you stay focused, to help you stay aligned. What I will be telling you today is not anything new because there is nothing new under the surface of the earth. My job is to remind you, to constantly remind you of the things you already know for some reason or the other you have not been implemented i want you to know that having goals is one thing executing is another thing my question to you right now is what are your goals i want you to think about it. what are your goals when we're talking about goals I am referring to those life-changing goals. Those life-changing goals that can help you become who you want to become. 
when was the last time you took action regarding your goals? Greg Reed once said, a dream written down with timelines becomes a goal. So my question to you is, have you written down your goals as clearly as possible? Do you have them? I do have mine. My goals are in here. This is a book where I typically write my goals. I have long-term goals, short-term goals. And my goals are classified into different groups. Yes, I have my spiritual goals. I have my health goals. I have my economic goals. I have my social goals. Why do I typically break them into groups? Because that way it becomes easier for me to work on them. I'm not saying you should do it the same way I do it. But one thing you should do is to make sure you write down those goals as clearly as possible. If you have not written down your goals, what you have then are fantasies or ideas. And it's possible to dwell or live with those ideas and fantasies and not get anything done. So wherever you're listening to me right now, if you have not written down your goals, I want you to do that. Because every great invention, every great person, everything great starts from converting an idea into goals. So when you have an idea, it stays and remains an idea until you've been able to write it down clearly on paper. Now, someone out there might be wondering, what are his goals? And I want to share one with you. One of my major goals is to help one billion or more people find their purpose in life, to help them discover the greatness within them. And I set a timeline for that. To help this 1 billion people, my goal is to help them on or before the 31st of December, 2041. On that date, I know I am working hard to make sure 1 billion or more people find their purpose through my programs. That's one. So think about yours down it should be as clear as possible be as precise as you possibly can and start working on them i don't know where you're listening to me from but i want you to know that you have greatness i want you to know that today is the first day of the rest of your life god bless you and uh remember like and share this broadcast it's time for us to bring in our guest for today it's time for the big show it's time for the big event it's time for us to bring in the reason why we're here it's time to bring in this lady who has been doing a lot for people out there and i want you to join me as i welcome her to the stage uh, she has a very interesting biograph so bear with me as i bring her up to the stage all right, ladies and gentlemen, 
on this show with me today, I have a great woman, a woman who is purpose-driven. Her name is Bernadette Boas, and uh, she is a renowned ball of fire. She is a renowned ball of fire in everything that she does, from her corporate executive coaching, training, and speaking, to even playing pickleball and loving all the dogs she cares for in her free time. Now, within Ball of Fire Coaching, which is her program, she brings her 25 years, over two decades, of executive savviness with her entrepreneurial spirit to transform corporate executives, teams, and businesses around the globe into the powerhouse leaders that they are meant to be. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, I want you to join me as I welcome to the stage no other person but the ball of fire herself, Bernadette Boas. Welcome to the show, ma'am. Thank you, John. <laughs> what an introduction. I appreciate it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You are doing a fantastic job, I must say. Kudos to you. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And um, once again, I appreciate you for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to, to join us. You know, there's so many people out there who have talents, gifts, mm -hmm. but are not willing to share. But you are here today to put that fire, to help somebody out there move from where they are to where they want to be. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Right. So without wasting much of your time, I want you to please just, I know I did a little introduction. Share with me what gets you excited when you're working with these people. Oh, wow. What gets me excited is one, first off, is learning about these people. So, you know, just learning around all the different backgrounds, all the different experiences and expertise, all the different highs and lows that people have, all the different approaches that they take to kind of going about their business, going about their work, going about their life. Um, it's just so intriguing and so interesting. I've always been a very curious individual. Wow. And uh, so it, so it, it's just natural for me to want to get into a room with one or more and mm. just start asking questions to really understand what, what is under the covers, what is under the skin, what is, uh. you know, because we see everything that somebody materialistically and physically brings mm. uh, to the table. But I like to kind of peel the onion back and really get to know other people because I spend a great deal of time very artificially living. Mm. And I, I, when I started peeling back my own layers and what I call shedding, right. uh, it was just miraculous. The freedom and the, and the sense of the so, sense of self that I gained that um, I just love bringing that out in other people and seeing them experiencing their aha moments and their yeah. successes and even yeah. their challenges and obstacles. Yeah. Uh, but it's just so exciting and, um, and, and just so rewarding for me. Right, right, right. Right. That, yeah. that, that's good to know. And, and, you know, first of all, 
having a passion for people is one thing. Mm -hmm. And having a passion for adding value to people is another thing. And you were um, in, in corporate America, employed mm -hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, could you please share with us what led to the transition from corporate America to now using those skills to impact lives? Well, how much time do we have? No, um, very, very briefly, it was, I spent about 25 years uh, in corporate at various levels, all the way up to um, vice president, chief knowledge officer uh, right. for, for, you know, companies. And the transition came as a result of my mentor of 12 years, letting me go, like firing me oh. um, because I wasn't the type of leader that uh, they needed or anybody should have when it came to really getting the best and the most out of people, not the most from a volume perspective, mm. but, the, but the most from a, you know, capability and, and a excellence perspective. And so that kind of was forced upon me. <laughs> right. Right. Wait, wait, so, 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 sorry to cut you short. That's okay. Now, now you, you grew up to vice president mm -hmm. and even at that level, someone felt that they had to let you go at that level well this is so this is the biggest lesson and i think that more and more and more managers and the professionals need to understand right is if you're a if you're a workhorse and you generate a great deal of of productivity even maybe revenue or sales or right. whatever the case might be for a business they're going to look away and they're going, going to overlook a lot of the other behaviors mm -hmm. that you may be bringing to the table. So people always sit back and go, God, how do they have that job? How are they, you know, X, Y, and Z, how are they in this position when they're not contributing and they're not really adding value, value of people development, not value yeah. of how many widgets can somebody mm -hmm. create? Mm -hmm. So I was a great producer of widgets or whatever it was from a business perspective we were right. looking to achieve. I wasn't the best at developing and uh, people and leading like a true leader, what I call a powerhouse leader. Right. So he didn't have a choice. He didn't have a choice at that point as the company was going on its own kind of path. He right. didn't have a choice. But, and And my lesson or my teaching to someone is, uh, don't ever think you're, you know, indispensable or don't ever right. think you get to a certain level and you're going to be okay. If you're not being the leader, a true mm -hmm. leader, not a mm -hmm. delegator or dictator, or yeah. if you're, if, you know, you will eventually hit a, hit a ceiling. Exactly. Now that that's the major reason why I asked that question, because this program is called the morale booster. Mm -hmm. Right. And we, we help people identify their greatness. Right. And sometimes some people get so comfortable mm -hmm. and feel that they are in control and in charge. Mm -hmm. Now, most especially those people in the workforce. Right. I asked that question because if you could get to that level and someone from somewhere decides or feels that you are not adding the type of value that they want. It means it's possible to happen to someone out there who's listening to us. Mm -hmm. Someone might get to work tomorrow and that happens. 
So this is a reminder yes. for those out there yes. that always strive for greatness, always strive to be better, always strive to do, you know, strive to improve on yourself on a daily basis. Am I correct? Yes, but I would add, you know, work on making other people better, work on not being insecure to not develop and not allow your people um, or even your team members, if you, you know, maybe you're not a manager, mm -hmm. um, but your team members help everybody to shine, help everybody mm -hmm. to show their greatness and learn their greatness and work on their greatness. Don't be so selfish and so, um, you know, kind of self-motivating that you don't kind of take care of everybody else around you because right. eventually it will catch up with you. And it caught up with me. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you for sharing that. Now let's go to the next question. Now, um, for, you know, you've been coaching executives for a while now, mm -hmm. and I know there are so many executives who are listening to this program. Now the, the, this program we currently stream on multiple platforms, over 40 platforms. Um, just that, you know, we only have, for those who are watching on video, it's only on YouTube, Instagram, uh, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. But we have more people who are listening either of, the, either of their podcast and 30 other audio uh, platforms. Right. And I know there's somebody out there who needs to hear this. Please share with us. What do you typically find lacking in most executives that you've coached over the years or that you've worked with over the years? Where, 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 did, where do they always get stuck? At what point? And I don't know if it's that they're stuck, um, but what they're missing is self-awareness. Exactly. They are, and I did. I mean, I was totally oblivious to the experience I was creating every time I walked into a room with my team members, with other teams, with you right. know the fellow executives. So they lack self-awareness. They lack the ability also to acknowledge their, both their strengths, actually, and their weaknesses. Mm. And therefore, as long as they stay oblivious Right. To what it is that they really are contributing to, good or bad, mm -hmm. as long as they stay blind to all of that, as long as they are not listening to their people when their people are trying to tell them that how they're going about leading them is not working or is stressful or is, you know, overwhelming or is not getting them to the next level themselves. Right. As long as they are kind of oblivious to all of that, uh, Consciously or unconsciously, because mm -hmm. some are consciously oblivious. They don't want to kind of, you know, let anybody else, you know, really know that they know that they're not going about their job the right way. Right. But, but majority are, you know, unconsciously oblivious. And, um, and that's where I was. And as long as they are in that state, mm -hmm. uh, they are wreaking havoc on everyone and everything around them. And right. now I do need to say, so it's up to everyone else around them, especially mm -hmm. any of their bosses or their, say they're an entrepreneur and they're a CEO themselves. So they need, you know, their, their network of, you know, mentors, or if they have a coach or right. their 
advers- um, their advocates. So they need to be told. They mm-hmm. need to, if they're not self-assessing themselves, mm-hmm. and I do, you know, I have my clients do a lot of self-assessments, but if they're not self-assessing themselves, somebody's got to point it out to them. Had I been told how much of a mess I was mm-hmm. as a leader, yeah. uh, you know, I most likely, uh, and I I don't have any regrets, so I don't like to go backwards. But it's a lesson, yeah. Yes, I would have made changes. If that's what I truly wanted, I would have made changes. But right. yet I was never told, Bernadette, you are, you know, risking your your career path, you right. know, your goals and your aspirations. You're risking them. No one told me that. Right, right, right. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. That was very, 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 very impactful. Now, I've got a question. Now, I want to ask you a question um, for those people who are just starting business right? Okay. Um, who are just starting to build a team, right? And in the process of building that team, they're working with people who they feel are equal to the task or meeting up with the tasks. Right. Um, would you suggest that a brand new team should go through what we call uh, 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 personal assessment. Should a personal assessment be put out there for a brand new team working with a business owner to start a new business? Or Absolutely. Should, yeah, should, should time be given, like maybe like six months, one year, based on emotional intelligence? And right. what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, okay, so if you were talking day one, no. You know, right. if you if you're talking day one of a team coming together and, and being established, hmm. it, you know, I would probably give it I would probably give it um, six months to a year. Right. Uh, because what you're wanting to do, the goal of those assessment initiatives hmm. is for not only for them to learn about themselves and to gain right. some awareness that right. they're lacking. Remember, mm-hmm. awareness of themselves. They're also really gaining a huge value from learning about each other. So you do a self-assessment, or at least in my case, I'll have someone do a self-assessment. But then I look to have the teams come together and share key findings that they have of themselves that will help them work more effectively with their team members. And that's where the the sweet spot is. Mm, Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. Look, I'm really, I'm really appreciative of your time and the nuggets you just shared. And I know somebody out there, business owner out there, a leader out there, has definitely been reminded of something. So now I see you like a pickleball. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. So, so how do you how do you manage to um, how do you manage to do that and at the same time work on your business. Right. Well, it's all about boundaries and priorities, right? Right. So after killing, like close to killing myself, um, working in corporate, right. uh, working working kind of blindly toward my goals, which at the time that I was in corporate, my goals were like power, position, and prosperity. Mm-hmm. And then, then you have a life transformation, like what I went through after being let go. And I started my own business. 
And that brought about, uh, all your entrepreneurs know, that brings about a whole nother set of challenges and obstacles and, and wins and everything. Yes. But you also learn that you have to give yourself time to do things that you want to do. You have to create boundaries. You have to have your own personal, you talked goals at the yes. very beginning. Yes. And so I learned, you know, I, I left corporate in 2008, started my business in 2008, been going at it ever since. And I learned very quickly after that, that I was not going to kill myself to where I, all I do is focus on work. I had yeah. other passions I wanted to pursue. And yeah. so uh, both pickleball and puppies uh, mm -hmm. are my two passions and I just make time for them. Right. And the work's going to get done. Hmm. Work is going to get done and the, the monies will come in. And, and I do want to say this. Entrepreneurs tend to force themselves hoping that business will all of a sudden come. Right. And I learned for myself, which they would learn too if they did it, but it <laughs> takes it takes courage. It takes strength. Right. The minute I started letting go and mm -hmm. I started not forcing and not working myself to death and not just kind of, you know, pulling things out of the air, hoping something will stick. The moment I let go and I did find my external non-work related passions, it's right. when everything changed for me. Everything wow. changed. Wow. I, I love that. I, <laughs> I work so hard uh, that sometimes, sometimes I, I forget that the work is going to be, you know, the work will definitely be done whether you work so hard or not. Yeah. And um, at some point, I remind myself every now and then, that, hey, buddy, you're working too hard. Take a break. Relax. You need and, to do that daily. That needs yeah, to be a daily reminder. I am guilty of that. And, and thank you for <laughs> thank you for that reminder. And that's why we, we, we typically bring in people like yourself to come on here and advise and remind people based on your experience. So thank you for sharing. Now, um, lastly, so I don't take much of your time. Um, I know that there's somebody out there right now who's listening to us, who is struggling to find that their leadership spot or leadership play that they really need to drive a team from where the team is to where the team should be. Now, what's your advice for that leader who is stuck, who doesn't even know if he or she is doing the right thing and if he or she would need to find out from the team if he or she needs to do better? So what's your advice for that person? Well, first off, you should always be asking your team whether you think you need something or not. You should always be asking your team for feedback as far as how are you helping them, supporting them? What's the their experience with you? That should be an ongoing conversation you're having. It's not like performance reviews at the beginning of the year and the middle of the year. You mm -hmm. always need to be seeking feedback around your contribution to the business and to the people around you. So that would be the first thing I say is don't wait and don't think you do it once and you're done. Right. The other thing would be too is simply ask. Simply start. Well, first off, let me back up and say to really get a handle on your leadership and where you need to kind of focus on. 
is do your do your own manual self-assessment. Like sit down and, and write out on a piece of paper, what are all those qualities and traits of what I feel that a leader should be? Right. And then go ask other people, what do you look for in a leader? What makes a successful, you know, CEO of a small, you know, small business? What right. what characteristics, traits, qualities, and values do they need to have? And kind of assess yourself on a scale of one to five. Where do I, where am I on all of these things? Mm -hmm. And then determine which ones are the most important for you to really focus on. Which one to three, I always say, you know, max three, which one to three of those traits, qualities, or values should I work on because I know it's going to give the biggest bang for the buck with right. my team and with the growth of the company hmm. and just start working on it. Wow. I mean, you, you can hire professionals. That's what, you know, that's what I do on a day in day out basis. Yeah. At the same time, there's nothing to stop you from doing your own self work and teamwork hmm. to figure out what it is that you need in order to grow and asking other people, you know, and asking them for their input, especially those that you trust uh, to give you honest feedback uh, is a great, is a great uh, tool as well. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing. Sure. That was beautiful. And, and I have learned a lot from you too. I've gotten a lot of reminders from you and I know that there's somebody, there's a leader out there right now who's listening to us, who has also gotten this as a reminder. So my question now again is, do you have a coaching program and uh, how can people reach out to you? Well, I overall tailor and customize um, based on what someone needs, but all my uh, programs are Bolifier coaching programs. Okay. Uh, they're individual or their group or team okay. um, coaching programs. They're also more so than if not just coaching, um, but it's also specific uh, skill training, leadership right. skill training, whether that's communication, whether that's building trust, giving constructive feedback, time management, you know, all the different things. So I really like to understand, I don't like a cookie cutter off the shelf program. Right. I like to understand, okay, what are you dealing with or your team? And let's like hear all the things that fit into the work that I do and what, which ones can we put together to ensure the right program at the right time for the right group of people. Right. That makes a whole lot of sense. And, and I, I understand how that strategy works. It makes, it resonates with me. So um, another question is, we like to, we like to help our guests advertise their products services. So do you have any book? Have you written any books? Uh, I have written a book um, and um, there's a little curse word in there. So uh, that's going to be up to you if you want me to share. Um, but I'll, I'll say this. It's called Shedding the Corporate Bee. Oh, okay. So it's called Shedding the Corporate Bee and it rhymes with which. Okay. Uh, so I have written a book and uh, I, uh, I have a podcast of the same name. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then my website is ballofirecoaching.com. Great, great. So which means um, our audience can actually get more information from your website, right? Yes. yes. Great, great, great. So ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to us right now, please go to her website. It's www.com balloffireinc.com balloffireinc.com
Um, those of you watching us via Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn, I believe you can see her information currently being displayed on the screen. Um, those of you who are listening via podcast, um, iHeartRadio, so many other audio apps, her information is also there for you. Um, she's on Instagram as um, Ball of Fire Bernadette. Um, she's on Facebook with her name, Bernadette Boas. Uh, she's on Twitter as uh, Bernadette Boas. LinkedIn, her first and last name as well. All right. And I so, just have one correction to make. Okay. The website is ballofirecoaching.com. Oh, coaching.com. Yeah, ballofirecoaching.com. Yes. So I'll put it in the comment section for those who can see us. Um, all right. Once again, it's ballofirecoaching.com. Go there right now. Purchase her book. You can uh, always send her an email if you've got any questions. If you or your team is looking for somebody, a leader, who can help the team move from where it is to where you want it to be, she is your right contact. Thank you so much, ma'am. It's been a pleasure. And um, I hope when next we invite you, you will be willing to come and share some wisdom. Absolutely. This has been great. Thank you for having me. You're, you're very welcome. So everybody, it's been a pleasure. I want you all to please remember to like and share this broadcast. And the reason is because you might just be saving the life of that one person that one leader, that one business owner who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. God bless you all. And remember, today is the first day of the rest of your life. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>